Hi, welcome to High Tea Time, where we wait for the edibles to kick in uh, before we record High Trek, our podcast where we watch Star Trek. Yeah. That is what what we do. I'm going to pour some tea. Uh, so the tea we are, we are drinking today is... Uh, I can't pour and read at the same time. Apparently, I don't have that cognitive function. This is apricot tea, or apricot, if you will. It sounds delicious. I've heard it both ways. Apricot and apricot? I have always said apricot. Mm. So anyway, I got this um, from Drizzle, a um, olive oil and vinegar tasting room in um, Bellingham, Washington. It is uh, black tea, apricot pieces, marigold petals, and fruit flavor. I'm looking forward to figuring out what marigold tastes like. I I like eating a lot of floral things, so I tend to have, like, the water I get has, like, essence of dandelion in it. I have made dandelion cookies and scones, and I cook with rose petals, so anytime something has a flower in it, I'm like, "Mm, I want that. The only thing I'm familiar with when it comes to floral is hops. I don't actually like hops. Me either. Isn't that funny? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> still pretty hot, or are you able mm. to... It's still very warm. Hmm. Yeah, I would wait a little bit. I'm going to wait then, yeah. Alright, so last time we watched Home Soil, the crew visits Valeria 3, where a group of terraformers work to transform the seemingly desolate planet into one capable of supporting life. That was the episode. Yeah, uh, so... You want to break it down? They, there's this, this bunch of terraformers. They're all playing Harvest Moon Hardcore, no death speed run um, on a planet. They found uh, a new life form, and they kind of tried to forget that they found a new life form and pretend that it maybe wasn't really actually alive. And who, who ha- knows the definition of life and what a life form even is, really? Who are we scientists to make these kind of distinctions between oh yeah that's what we do isn't it oh crap mm, yeah i can't lie anymore and then they found they found out oh no oh no there's a whole new whole whole bunch of life form that we kind of killed a lot of yeah our bad our bad and then uh and then they apologized and said oh shit sorry we we accidentally murdered a lot of you we didn't realize you were alive to which the life form was like hey like, we get it you didn't recognize us as human beings and that really were like you know as having rights and that really sucked and we did not like that and can you just leave us alone for 300 years you remembered no i wrote it down in my notes oh <laughs> i was gonna say you actually remembered 300 years Good job. <laughs> i wish no i wrote it down in my notes leave me be for 300 years which is baller, like. Yeah. It's a baller move. I won't do that. Leave me alone. 300 years. You, you know what Starfleet did? Did they not do that? No, they said okay. Oh, good. <laughs> I was a little worried. <laughs> no, they never bring it up again. Mm, so we will be consuming beverages on high tea time. Not only will be, we have been. Oh, I have been. <laughs> So if you have sonic issues with that, uh, don't listen to High Tea Time. Uh, listen to High Trek, our, our podcast where we don't consume beverages on air. We did once. It was a bad idea. Yeah, it was... I also tried to smoke on 
Lower awesome. streaming, that was a terrible idea, terrible. too. It's just cough, cough, cough. It's very bad. That's why we do edibles, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we do edibles, because, you know, it's uh, less sonic going on there. Also lasts longer, which is nice. Yeah. Was that a good synopsis of the episode? Was that a good breakdown? Yeah, that's the basis of it. Did I miss any important elements? Uh, no. I mean, there's nuances, obviously, but... Uh, nope, I'm pretty sure that was the whole pitch. Oh. <laughs> then, then I have a, a few quips, quibbles. Do you? Here or there, if that was the whole entire thing. <laughs> Do you like to quip and quibble about it? There, there, there's some interesting things about, you know, ethics and world building literally and oh, figuratively. Oh, yeah, that was all there. Yeah. Okay. Was it? <laughs> They can listen to our uh, our last episode to get all of our nuances. Well, yeah. Or I just, didn't say they couldn't. I oh. just said that the, if that was all, the whole entire thing, then I have some little quibbles. Quips and quibbles? Quips and quibbles. What is a quibble? Uh, a minor disagreement. And a quip is a, is a uh, sharp statement. I believe so, yes. But character beats, uh, character stuff. Oh, do we want to go through our adventuring party? Yeah. Okay. This is the D&D um, thing that we do. We have we have decided that each character in the main um, kind of cast is an adventuring party of Dungeons & Dragons. And we're using Dungeons & Dragons classes to clarify kind of their archetype of who they are in the party. Yeah. And so we have Jordy, the rogue slash scout... Um, I, in my notes, I say Jordy and Data, like, do a side support role and go stuff, stuff out, um, but I don't remember that happening. Yeah, I believe, um, when Data was attacked and then Jordy kind of looked around the stuff, kind of, kind of helped analyze the situation, but yeah, it's hard for me to recall too, which is annoying. I really like, um, this tea. I really it is like, nice. It's a nice smooth tea. It's because we drink a lot of Earl Grey. Yeah. Uh, because of Captain John Luke Picard. And Earl Grey has a very spicy flavor to it, which is a lot of back back of the tongue flavor areas. And this is a lot of middle of the tongue smoothness. Mm. Yeah. Which is, which is a nice change. Jordy also saw things change in the sick bay when they were looking at the item or the, the oh because of his uh, his, his uh, eyes yeah. his laser eyes he was scouting out the situation you could say yeah no um yeah Jordy Jordy good scout I remember he did yeah. a side quest he did a support role yeah and with data it was pretty cool and then we have uh, John Link Picard he is a um, a blade singer yep. Uh, which is a wizard fighter class. Yes, it is. Didn't he kind of like sit back for the protection of the ship and um, not do a lot this episode? No, he was the one that was leading the investigation. He was there for about the life form. He was there the entire way. Um, yeah, but like he was, he was like uh, back at headquarters, right? He was kind of just. Well, he stayed on the ship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff took place on the ship. Yeah. Well, no, they were... Three-fourths of it did. Like a half. Mm, a third. Oh, the terraform. Okay. A third. I'd give it a third. Well, one third is less than a half. I know. 
I'm negotiating because I said a quarter to begin with. Oh, did you? I yeah. thought you said three-fourths for some reason. I did three-fourths on the ship. And you're saying... Oh! I thought you meant three-fourths... No, yeah, no, no. See, I want to flip that. There's only one-fourth on the ship. I highly disagree with this. <laughs> I'd be more okay with half and half. Sure, I'll go with half and half. I said I'd be more okay with, not okay with. I'll go with half and half. Anyways, <laughs> it w- <laughs> there, Captain McCarter did not have much to do on the the, the ground. He never went down to the... No, he was a project. real, like, um, eye-in-the-sky, uh, headquarter, back-of-headquarters general, you know? Yeah. Sending out the troops strategist back at the castle. Yeah, well, came down to it, he had to deal with the life form and how Starfleet interacted with them. Yeah, he had a, he had a, he was a good rules guy. Yeah. He did the, 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 eh, diplomacy. He did a lot of diplomacy. It was a very diplomatic episode. Yes, it was. I mean, like, dude, I'm sorry if you accidentally murdered a bunch of a different species and the end result was them going, please leave. I think that's a good day. Yeah. Could have been worse. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I understand. Please leave and never see us again. Well, for 300 years. Yeah, but, like, it, that's, that's pretty much a never come back. Perhaps. I mean, the crystalline entities of some sort, so they could be ageless. Um, yeah, I'm not... I don't know. Uh, I could got, speculate about this. Yeah, we could. Continuously. Or we could go on to the next character, which is Tasha Yar, who is a barbarian. Did yeah. she do some barbarian acts? She did. I even wrote a note about it, so I remember this specifically. Okay. She charged into the situation... After the guy was being killed, and oh! they finally opened the door, and I think Data was going to go through, and she's like, no, it's my job, mm-hmm. and then charge into the room first. I do remember this. This was pretty awesome. Yeah. And by all rights, Data is... A literal android. He's an android, and he would have been able to better cope with whatever situation happened, but it wasn't his job. It wasn't yeah. his responsibility to be the so, one going in. So, whatever was trying to hide the fact that there was, like, this... <laughs> that they accidentally killed a bunch of another organism, um, made a robot malfunction and kill a dude. It was a pretty amazing. Yeah. I forgot about that bit. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. That's why I didn't include it in my amazing coverings synopsis. Oh, okay. Is that literally <laughs> all you remember about the episode? What? We should have watched it before. No! <laughs> I've already watched it once. I do not need to watch it again. Okay. That's fair. That's what That's what I'm time here for. is about drinking tea and seeing seeing what what distilled portion of the episode made it through my high brain. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? Uh that would be good old Data. He is a wizard. He managed his way through surviving the laser machine. Oh, he did. That was really cool. Yeah. He did. Well, because, like, I feel like he cast, he cast, like, a, um, comprehend languages or something, like, for, for computers, and he just talked his way. He was like, yo, stop shooting at me. No. We didn't get to see it. Like, it's, it's, like, off screen. Yeah, so anyway, Data went into, like, where the, the evil malfunctioning laser machine was, and then we, like, pan off to other people, and then Data comes out, and he's, like, barely a scratch. Yeah. 
It's a, and it's, the machine was fucking just Yeah, the machine is just like torn into pieces. So you can only speculate that there is a data standing there with a monster arm ripped in his hands. Yep. With he had a wizard battle with a laser gun. That was amazing. Yep. In my mind. That's how they overcame the lack of graphic ability. <laughs> uh, making you do all the heavy work. Yeah. imagining it damn those that's look i critters. this is how i play dungeons and dragons yep look we don't have the graphics capability of making a story up so uh just use your own imagine use your own graphics card thank you yep that's what they did mm-hmm. we got Worf the paladin was uh, he in this episode oh yeah i'm sure he was there i don't recall all right Worf. very memorable yeah. He does less in season one than he does other seasons for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, the obvious reasons are he is recast, well, not recast, but uh, he, there's some staffing issues and he got a bigger part. Yeah. Later on. It hasn't happened yet. We'll let you know. Um, we have Dr. Beverly Crusher, who is a cleric. Yeah, she got involved with the discussion about life forms th- yeah. in her sick bay. Yeah, because she was like, was she pro-life forms? She was like, yeah, why not? That's not very pro. That seems pretty ambivalent. What do you mean by pro-life forms, then? She's like, yeah, yeah, definitely a life form. I don't remember. She decided with it being a life form. They, yeah. all, they all did once they, Good job. it was in sickbay and demonstrated, you know, life form things. Mm-hmm. So. Um, then we have uh, Deanna Troy, who is a bard. Um, was she there? Did she oh, I'm sure she was there, but I don't think she... Were they spectacular? She... Were they amazing? No, they didn't do anything of note that I can think of. Okay. I'm sure they had lines. They yeah. almost always have lines. Oh, they're good ones. Yeah. Oh, did she, did she psychically, um, feel anything from the crystalline structure? Oh, yeah! Did she do that? I don't remember. I can't honestly say. Oh, that seems like a thing she would do. It seems like she would say that, but I don't remember her saying that, so I'm not sure she said that. So either it was really unmemorable, her character is so well-defined that we just know what she did, or we're just going to go to the next one. Here's the next one. (laughs) Wesley Crusher, who is a sorcerer. Yeah. I don't recall him doing anything either. I have a note in the beginning of the episode that says the butler did it and then Wesley fucked up. Hmm. And I don't know what I'm referring to. Oh my god. I don't know either. Uh, Then we got Riker, who is a swashbuckler, which is like a fighter, um, kind of like a... Not prestige class, but like offshoot, like yeah. Oh, a I fighting l- type, if you I, will. I learned since we last did this that um, in fifth edition, it's actually a rogue subtype. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Which I is really, uh, so swashbuckler is a class that I used to play in three point five, which was one of my favorite classes. Although I remembered my second favorite class, which is a uh, dragon shaman. Ooh. Yeah. So here's the thing: is like dragon shaman. Um, you can pretty much get all the same talents and ability being a dragonborn now, so, like, there's no point. Yeah, that makes it pointless then. Yeah, but I really, I just liked, I liked the class. (laughs) You got magic through liking dragons. Oh, they redid a a dragon class in the newest book. Hmm. 
I don't remember what it's called, but I think it might have been Dragon Shaman. Dragonborn? Is no, it? like they made a, a new subclass for the Dragonborn race. Oh, is it like a class for the Dragonborn race? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, it's like a class. Wait, so there's like, I can play Dragon Shaman again? I think that's what it was. Dragon Shaman. There's two. Is a uh, one that was a monk class that was like dragon monk stuff and there's another one and i thought it had something to do with dragonborn so hmm. played dragon shaman in a while it's such a like he i can never it's like in a weird book yeah that's our that's our crew it's actually it's a good lead-in for uh the next episode oh because it's a wesley wesley episode is episode. it it is oh my god what's the next episode that we're gonna watch Coming of eight. While Wesley Crusher takes the Starfleet Academy interest exam, Captain Picard and the Enterprise are subjected to an investigation by Starfleet. Oh my god, I know about this one. Doesn't, like, Wesley do kind of like a coup, almost? With his, like, Starfleet? Like, like don't they do, like, a group project and kind of does a coup? No. Oh, is that a different one? No. Is that never happened? <laughs> I don't think. I can't recall um, Wesley ever trying to take over the Enterprise. I mean, not the Enterprise, like, in Star- he's at Starfleet Academy, and he does, like, a group, like, project thing at Starfleet Academy, and he does, like, a coup kind of a thing. He, like... The, the, there is a cover-up. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. That is a thing, yeah. Is it this episode? No. Okay. Because he would have to be at Starfleet Academy. Look, I don't... And that hasn't happened yet. Here's the thing, is I swear they fuck up their own timeline. <laughs> Because they're just like, I don't know, Wesley's doing this. Who knows what Wesley's up to? Is he supposed to be on the bridge? Is he not supposed to be on the bridge? No one gives a fuck. All right, so if we get confused, um, feel free to like uh, chime in and uh, let me see if I can sort you out. What? If you get confused again I about would, the timeline. I don't generally. I just oh, okay. don't care enough to pay attention to it. I don't care enough to pay attention to it. All right, that's what you mean. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's a difference between not caring and oh! not understanding. Shit. And you did not differentiate there. Sorry, I just assume you always, like, I just, who I am, I just assume everyone just like, oh, I don't care about it, so I'm not paying attention. No, some people uh, have difficulty. Hmm. You know how every once in a while, like, you'll just say something where you're like, oh, shit. No, I'm just weird. Yeah, I have those moments. Like, oh. <laughs> nah, I'm just, oh fuck I forgot I was smart so coming of age <laughs> Wesley episode uh, um, so guess what guess what the edibles kicked in did they yeah oh it's a good time to start man, high track start high track yeah. yeah so I'm listening next week for uh, when we do our 18th episode coming of age um, and it's going to be a Wesley Crusher episode. Yeah. It's also um, a Picard I'm, episode. Is it a Picard episode? It's a Picard episode, too. I'm excited, because um, Picard has actually started being written as a very good character. Um, the character that I always thought Picard should be, instead of whatever the fuck he was before then. Um, bad. Yeah. Not, not pleasing to me. Unpleasing, if you will. I guess I will. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see it. So we're going to go ahead and read our tea leaves to see what kind of experience we're going to have for for the next episode for Coming of Age. Um, and I see um, a coral reef in my tea leaves. So um, I think it's going to be a, a fun exploration. Nice. 
and mine I see an emu. Hmm. And what does that mean? It's going to be a big chicken episode. A big chicken episode. I love it. So um, join us next week for our big chicken and coral reef episode. It's going to be a good big chicken episode. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs>